the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf, and I'm fond of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And by the way, use that phone number if you want to leave a message uh, for any future topics that you want us to discuss on The Best of Investing. Again, that number is 888 888- idea. You like that idea? 888-912-1190. And today's trivia theme is how well do you know Gilligan's Island? Ooh. Isn't that fun? <laughs> oh, I know Gilligan's wait, Island wait, really well. Okay, yeah. we're, we're only going back 50 years. Oh, actually, longer than that. That's yeah. okay. But it's, a well, it's a well-known show. So this is the first show of 2020. That's right. And we Sorry started the best of investing in 2010. Wow. Yeah. So we have existed through the decade of the teens. The teens, the the highs and lows of the teens. You know, I looked at a picture that we did from before. I had more hair and it was less gray. <laughs> I think uh, most people are like that. I yeah, think that's, that's the most of us, <laughs> the most of the three of us sitting in here. We're 10 years older, 10 For years wiser. Wiser, thank For you. For our listeners, that's called aging. Hopefully 10 years wealthier. <laughs> yes. I'd say so. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today because this is the first show of the year. And of course, you know, you get bombarded in your inbox and from the press and the media of all the things that happened uh, this past year. But also because we turned the clock to uh, 2020 and a a new decade, you had uh, a lot of the, you know, best of the last 10 years in the press. I don't know. I'm not a fan of of looking back. You know, every year that's that stuff approaches. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that's that's relevant to uh, investing in investments, uh, uh, looking back, but, uh, generally speaking, I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Are you, are you guys fans of the, uh, you know, what happened, you know, pictures of the year and articles of the year and, and who died. Yeah. Well, those are, <laughs> that's boring. I mean, yes. the sports things are kind of cool in the Bay area. They're talking yeah. a lot about, you know, all the stuff that happened with the giants and the Niners, their one Super Bowl trip. And, uh, and you know, there's a lot of good sports stuff happened in uh, the Bay warriors, area. The yeah. years, I the like warriors, to spend about an, a little bit, uh, about an hour on it at the end of each year and that's it yeah moving on yeah yeah in fact uh, we're we're you know we're getting together shortly here next week to uh, do our annual planning uh here at pacific private money we'll uh, set our quarterly goals our annual goals our look aheads all that stuff Uh, we're always about what's uh What's happening down the pike? And don't spend a lot of time, you know, looking in the rearview mirror. But uh, since we are here and it's the uh, first week of the new year, if you had asked me at the beginning of the year how well a stock market was going to do in 2019, I would not have guessed 
what it did this year. In fact, uh, looks like the uh, market's ended. The uh, Dow Jones uh, up. 26 percent s&p 530 percent yeah didn't wow. we, didn't we all think it was gonna be somewhat flat yeah. i thought it was gonna yeah. be flat yeah. well at the fourth quarter of 2018 was horrific for yeah, the stock right. market mm-hmm. and as a result of how bad it was the 2018 ended flat or slightly negative for across yeah. the board so if you factor in 2018's losses with 2019's gains yeah. you know, i mean that's the kind of the nature of the stock market yeah. now i'm going to predict again like I did last year, more or less the same prediction. I don't know about being flat. I, I think that election uh, year we're going to share. Well, we're going to share an article from one of our favorite economists, California economist Christopher Thornburg, and he's betting that the economy is going to be uh, that we have another two years left in this run. So okay. uh, really, I would, uh, so I would not bet against the market this year, but I wouldn't bet it doing thirty percent again. Yeah, I mean, up thirty percent would be quite. Uh, we'll we'll uh, be listening to Chris later this month. At the this CMA conference, I think he's one of the keynotes. I think he's the keynote speaker as he is every year. So that'll be good. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I just uh, I, I grabbed some numbers off the uh, off the the internets of the uh, last several years performance of the S&P. A lot of people, you know, use the Dow, but the Dow is actually a narrower um, uh, scope. And, and, you know, the S&P 500 is, of course, you know, 500 stocks. And, you know, 30% in 2019, it was down 6% in 2018. uh, No thanks to that horrific quarter. 2017, it was up 20%. So it's been, and then the year before that, 2016, it was uh, just under 10%. 2015 negative one percent. So, you know, you've had uh, some pretty wild swings. And I know for those of you who are investing your retirement savings, you know, as great as it is to make 30 percent on your money, losing six percent year over year is incredibly disconcerting. And while we should all have a basket, uh, uh, a portfolio that is diverse in terms of your investment strategies, including equities, including uh, bonds, uh, potentially annuities. Um, You know, we talk a lot about here on the best of investing alternative investments and, you know, Owning real estate is considered an alternative investment, uh, although owning real estate uh, has been, um, you know, proven to be one of the best, uh, you know, hedges for retirement savings. Um, we talk a lot about here on the best of investing also uh, something called real estate debt uh, or debt investing or mortgage investing or investing in trustees or mortgage pool funds. Those are all of the, the same type of related debt instruments that we like to talk about here. Real estate debt being a, a strong and prudent uh, uh, investment strategy for a portion of your savings. And we'll get a little bit more into that later and share with you a little bit some more uh, very interesting articles about uh, predictions for the coming year and uh, what happened in the last year. All right. Here we're going to cut to our first commercial break. Trivia question. Gilligan's Island is the uh, theme. In Gilligan's Island, who played the Jungle Boy in one episode and ended up being up uh, being a well-known actor? Right? That's our trivia question. 888-912-1190. And I don't think he actually spoke as a young man on the show in this one episode. (laughs) Okay? 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. First trivia question about Gilligan's Island. Uh, who played the Jungle Boy in one episode and ended up being a well-known actor? I thought I knew Gilligan's Island well, but I am stumped by that one. Is it um, Ron Howard's brother? No. Uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, oh, no. Kurt Russell, Russell yeah. <laughs> Kurt hey, Russell. want to make? Well, a... I knew he had to be our age because because uh, well, means... he's a little older. Yeah. yeah. Well, remember Gillian's Island was in the early sixties. That's true. So he's probably about ten years older. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Quick mention here for the iconic Pacifica Lighthouse Hotel on Rockaway Beach. It's one of the most beautiful neighborhoods in Pacifica. Uh, they have uh, um, fresh white linens. Relax in the outdoor hot tub. Proximity to San Francisco International Airport makes it a perfect spot to wind down after the holidays without all the hustle and bustle. Check them out, PacificaLighthouse.com. All right, Mark, why don't you continue on? So we're talking a little bit about uh, looking ahead now. We looked back in the last segment, talked a little bit about the performance of the stock markets. And, of course, the stock markets way, performed way higher than, than any of us had predicted for this year. And that's good news. Um, but I, I will, you know, when you look back five years, since negative two years and then, you know, positive for three years, that can be very disconcerting as you're planning your, you know, your retirement portfolio. Um, but uh, uh, looking ahead now to uh, what one of our uh, favorite economists is predicting, his winter 2020 forecast just came out. And we're talking about uh, Christopher Thornburg of Beaconomics. You can find him at Beaconomics.com, Beaconomics. And he says, looking back at the turmoil and off-putting theatrics that have characterized U.S. politics for much of 2019, one item that will not make this year's list of negatives is the health of the nation's economy. And in his opinion, that isn't changing anytime soon. So today, the U.S. economy is in the midst of the longest expansion in recorded history. And despite dour headlines to the contrary, he is expecting that this will continue along that same growth trajectory for at least the next two years. So I found that interesting in that um, generally you never hear anyone try and predict outside a 24-month window. That seems to be pretty consistent. And so he's looking ahead through 2020 and 2021 and predicting that we are going to continue along this expansion. And uh, he continues on, this outlook puts us squarely on the bullish side of things uh, and outside mainstream opinion. So what he's saying is there are a lot of economists that don't share that opinion. And I don't think he is um, unrealistically bullish. Uh, Chris Thornburg was one of those who predicted the... Um, the crash of the market. He was telling people to pull out of real estate in 2016 and was largely ridiculed for it. But he does say currently there is little sign uh, of the kind of collapsing imbalances or rapid shifts in aggregate demand. Well, that sounds like an economist that would be capable of pushing the economy into a downturn or even a protracted slow growth slump. So he's uh, he sees uh, growth uh, in the two to two and a half uh, percent range in the next uh, couple of years. Um, one of his associates was quoted as saying, and I love this, the longer the current economic expansion persists the closer we are to the next recession <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> wait a minute no 
Can that be true? (laughs) (laughs) He also says, but business cycles do not die of old age. And at present, there are few signs of a slowdown in the state's economy. A couple of key findings. uh, Much of the confidence surrounding the U.S. health of the economy lies with the consumer and the consumer. You know, the the confidence index remains uh, uh, at a high point. Um, Of course, falling interest rates uh, are the reason the nation's uh, housing markets are starting to bounce back. Uh, Sales of new and existing homes are up, as is home price appreciation, of course, except in California, where it's starting to flatten out a little bit, which, again, is not a bad thing after many, many years of double-digit inflation or appreciation. Um, You've got uh, record tight labor markets, and as a result, many U.S. workers have seen significant jumps in earnings. I would include the staff here at PPM. (laughs) These guys keep asking for raises every year. What is going on here? Um, Employment in California keeps soaring, um, and uh, home price growth in California finally starting to show signs of uh, abating, which, again, we think is healthy for the economy not to have just unrealistic, rapid escalation. Now, with the economy doing well and, uh, and employment well, why do you think it's tapering off? Is just people got a little crazy with the prices? Are people moving out well, of California? Gotta, you, California is, uh, it, it tends to, uh, to be a pace setter in the uh, real estate economy. And so we were appreciating way before other states were appreciating. And so a lot of the other rest of the country is starting to catch up now. And you got to realize that this is the first year, 2019, where we basically saw flat year-over-year home price appreciation, whereas in 2018 it was over 10% as it was for yeah, se- in, in, right. in the several years prior to that. So so we have enjoyed many, many years of, of double-digit home price appreciation. Uh, and so now you're starting to tap against home price affordability it just you know you just supply and demand is you know not an economic theory that's you know bound to break anytime soon and you just simply can't have price appreciation continue to outpace affordability uh, forever without it to coming you know like a rubber band coming back a little bit i remember this time last year chris thornberg said uh you know he didn't see a recession on the horizon he said for the next 24 months Again, keep in mind this was at the beginning of 2019. You know, he said the next 24 months look look strong. Yeah, yeah, and he's not like you know completely oblivious to realities uh, that are going to you know come home to roost sooner or later. He says, uh, moreover, while the nation unnecessarily flirts with short run disasters. There are looming long-run threats that clearly imperil the nation's economic health, and among those would be the health care cost crisis, uh, the desperate need for pension and entitlement reform, yep. uh, dangerous trends in wealth inequality, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then there's always China, you know, and other right. potential yep. black swan events. Uh, um, the Middle East is still uh, uh, has the potential for uh, shaking things up a bit. So anyway, uh, the long and short of it is that uh, at least according to one noteworthy economist, uh, particularly a California economist, since we really rely on what's uh, what we think is going to happen in California, uh, he remains fairly bullish in his outlook for the next two years, and that's uh, good for most of us. Yeah, and you can't have too much of a disparity between the low income and the high income, because if there's too many yeah. low income, you're going to have another French Revolution. All right. Second Don't take trivia. my cake. Yeah, and, and have it, too. Uh, second trivia question about Gilligan's Island. In Gilligan's Island, what was the name of the band who came to the island to get oh, away no. from all their fans and relax? You remember that? You remember no. that? They, they had kind of long hair and played kind of good. Actually, it was kind of fun music that they played. They're sort of beatnik types. Hmm. Call 888-912-1190. First number, or, excuse me, first 
person to call with the correct answer is going to win the Tanny certificate. Make a quick mention here for Alcatraz Cruises. Buy one, get one free. But it only is on select dates, January and February. Check them out. Visit uh, AlcatrazCruises.com slash B-O-G-O. Stay with us. The Best of Investing will be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoffman, and Fon of Pacific Private Money. Second trivia question about Gilligan's Island. What was the name of the band who came to the island to get away from it all of their fans and relax? She's the only band I can think of were the Way Outs, but then the I think that was on the Flintstones. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. I have no idea. No, the Mosquitoes. Oh, it, was, it was kind of a play on the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah, the exactly. The Mosquitoes. All right. Um, we got an email that kind of in, sort of interesting because you mentioned about the stock market. And yeah. this email comes in and says, uh, do you expect your company to, which is Pacific Private Money, uh, to be helped or hurt if the stock market continues to increase? You know, when you first told me that was going to be the question for the day, I thought that was kind of interesting. So to imply that, you know, anyone's business or there'd be a correlation between the market going up or going down. Certainly market going down can impact a lot of businesses, but the market going up, you would think would be good for all businesses. But I'm guessing that that listener, the question has to do with investing in the Pacific Private Money Fund, which is a mortgage pool fund that invests in California mortgages. So we talked at the very beginning of the show about, uh, you know, that uh, we talk a lot about on the best of investing, investing in mortgage debt as a way to uh, hedge against declining real estate prices. If you believe that uh, maybe we've crested on real estate uh, price appreciation, or maybe you've sold high uh, uh, some of your real estate holdings and you're looking for a place to put that rather than buy other real estate. Maybe you're putting some of it in the stock market, some of it in bonds or, or uh, munis. Uh, maybe you're looking at real estate debt because if you've owned real estate and you understand real estate and you like real estate, real estate debt is a place that where you can uh, certainly put your money in for what are generally considered to be um, uh, very stable and above market uh, returns on your capital. So, if the stock market keeps going up, am I afraid, what, people are going to pull money out of our fund or maybe invest less in the fund because they're figuring they're going to just keep it along for the ride? I don't think I would never. I mean, that, that's something that's not even crossed my mind going, well, gosh, if the market goes up another 30 percent in 2020, that how's that going to, you know. Uh, help or hurt our fundraising. Yeah. I just yeah. I don't think I don't think it does. I think um, I'm I think we're kind of agnostic to uh, whether the market goes up or goes down because there's always people that uh, in, in, in inherently um, are nervous about the stock market because, like we said earlier, you know the S and P 500 over the last five years, two of those five years it produced a negative return, and the other three years were you know 10, 20, and 30 percent, which is rather impressive, but Oftentimes, when you're talking about your retirement savings, you know, you don't really those those wild swings and returns and annualized returns are are, are not typically appreciated. (laughs) It doesn't help you sleep at night. And if you can get close to eight percent on your money 
which is what the Pacific Private Money Fund has been paying out consistently over the last six and a half years. Um, I mean, that's just uh, if you're not looking at mortgage debt, uh, you're really missing out on an opportunity to uh, put you know some money away in 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 an area that where the returns don't vary that much and they're consistent and the demand for capital in California is such that uh, loan originators and, and lenders like Pacific Private Money, our demand is just consistent and we've been able to, you know, to to um, to maintain uh, strong demand for our capital thanks to our aggressive marketing and, and advertising and the programs we put on. And so we get uh, mortgage brokers and realtors calling us all the time with clients who have a need to either close quickly or they can't get bank financing or there's there's a lot of reasons why people come to us for the type of bridge financing that we uh, that we have, and we're still able to get, you know, eight, nine, even ten percent uh, on on uh, for that for that money, depending on how how quickly they need it and how long they need it for, and whether it's a senior position or junior position. Um, get for more information. I know we're starting to get in the weeds here, but for more information, you know, do, do check us out at PacificPrivateMoney.com or give us a call anytime at four one five eight eight three two one five zero. And if I can add to that too, um, I think a lot of people because I sit and meet with a lot. I've sat and met with a lot of our uh, new investors over the past year, and generally they're looking at investing in our fund more as a conservative play uh, versus the stock market. So I don't think they weigh those two options. I don't think it's like I'm going to invest in a fund, a debt fund, or I'm going to invest in the stock market. It's either or. They're they're looking at us, and what – really is attractive to them is the fact that it's it's a pretty boring vanilla debt fund where we're just making loans. We're not doing any kind of esoteric deals yeah. uh, that we're putting in the fund. It's pretty simple to explain. And, and they also uh, look in the paper every day to see, you know, did did I make money or lose money? Right, yeah. right. So, so I think, uh, but to your point, Mark, when people, uh, when the stock market's sort of volatile, then they do, I, people do pull out of the market and then put it in our fund. I don't see the opposite happening. At least I haven't seen it uh, yet. No. So I think our investors like the fact that it's steady, you know, steady uh, returns and it's. Well, before we get to cut to break, why would people borrow from you at such a high interest rate? Well, you know, we we're alternative lenders. A lot of times they um, can't get bank financing or they um, can't get bank financing soon enough. I mean, those are two of the common themes that uh, we see every day in the loans that re- originate, and we'll cover one uh, in our deal of the week in the next segment. Yeah. But uh, So they're willing to pay a higher interest rate to, for certainty. Yeah, and yeah. it's uh, generally shorter term, too. Yeah, and we got a call today from for business purposes. That's that's pretty uh, common. Uh, um, a, a local commercial property that's worth uh, nearly $3 million and has a $1.5 million first, and they were looking for a $500,000 second. So, again, we you know that that would be an equity play on on the, on a commercial property. Those are uh, not unusual, and, and for business purposes, a lot of a lot of companies are are borrowing, and they find coming to companies like us uh, is just easier than trying to go to a bank. All right, we're going to cut to our uh, last commercial trivia question here on Gilligan's Island. This is a little bit easier. What did Mister Howell call his wife? And, um, um, yeah, and I'm going to say that apparently in the, in the TV show, this was actually her, her real name on the show. It wasn't just a nickname. Oh. All right. 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. The Best of Investing. We'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly. 
at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff and I'm fond of Pacific Private Money. Uh, third trivia question in Gilligan's Island. What did Mr. Howell call his wife? Lovey. Oh, lovey. That is correct. Good job. All right. Uh, looking for the ultimate stress buster? Consider a getaway at the Elk Cove Inn and Spa Boutique Bed and Breakfast set on the cliff overlooking the Pacific Ocean, recommended by Sunset Magazine. The Elk Cove Inn and the Mendocino Coast offer spectacular ocean views. Check them out at elkcoveinn.com. Now, Nam, you have a deal of the week. Yes. So this deal of the week uh, actually just came to us this past week. And... Um, you know, I was mentioning earlier why people come to Pacific Private Money, or you were asking that question, Edward. And in this case, it was a speed issue. This, these people were well qualified for a bank loan. They needed a $350,000 loan against a $700,000 value. So they were bringing in 50%. Uh, they had bank financing lined up. But at the last minute, as often happens, at least with the deals that we get, um, bank financing fell through and they had to close very quickly. In fact, this is a loan that I think we're closing in about five days. Uh, did they say why the bank um, financing went No, bad? just uh, just something happened. It got delayed. They had to close quickly for tax consequences. Okay. And um, whatever reason, it fell through probably because it was just got pushed out a little longer, which happens. And uh, Pacific Private Money provided a loan to them. It's 50% LTV, loan to value. Okay, so a really solid loan. Now, obviously, it sounds like these people will get bank financing yeah. and cash you out. So how does that benefit you if the loan stays on the books for only two weeks? Because we make uh, origination fees and points. Excellent. And, uh, you know, if it's, uh, I'm not sure if this one's going in the fund or not, but if it goes in the fund, then we can revolve that capital and put it into the next loan and uh, investors benefit because we share in the, the fees with them. Excellent. Yeah, the, the whole idea of bridge loan financing from a business model perspective, in other words, why is it beneficial for a company like Pacific Private Money to, you know, to loan money out with no prepayment penalty? What if they pay you back in two weeks? So 30 days or 60 days, you know, how do you make any money? Well, you know, you do make money during, you know, for the daily uh, balances that are outstanding. Uh, we also, as Nam pointed out, we, you make origination fees, also called points. Um, it is a lot of work. Um, it is a lot of work to see that capital revolve on a regular basis, but we're also able to capture a higher yield because of the short-term nature of the loan. Usually, people who only need the money for a short term aren't going to be as uh, uh, as you know, as vocal about wanting the best possible rate. So if you're looking for long-term financing for your rental property, of course, you're going to want the lowest possible rate. And if yeah. someone says, well, our money costs 9%, they're going to go, well, I only want to pay seven and a half, or I'm not going to sure. pay any more than eight. And you can get longer term financing for lower rates, but we're really uh, more in the short term bridge loan uh, lending market. And as a result, we, our investors enjoy a higher average overall yield, and especially if they invest in our fund. Now, you know, when you're investing in individual notes, you don't want that 
loan to, you know, get paid back quickly because, you know, with the competitive nature of today's trustee marketplace, uh, it's hard enough to get in on a loan. The last thing you want to do is go through the brain damage of uh, uh, finding and studying and picking out a loan and then funding it and then only get your money back in a few months. It doesn't really work. Also, the nature of short-term loans, I would think, would be less risky because lower default rate. Right. I mean, the money's coming back. I, to you I would really generally quickly. agree with that. I would mm-hmm. say your bridge loans have a much lower risk profile. Um, they're generally the borrower profile is generally higher. Now, there's still those, you know, flippers and, and many flippers and contractors are notorious, notorious for having mm, crappy uh, credit scores and and maybe lazy credit, et cetera. And, you know, and we do get our you know fair share of those as well. And there's nothing wrong with those, because, again, we're looking at the equity largely and, and the Past performance of that particular borrower, uh, but uh, I would say a growing percentage of our bridge loan borrowers are people with actually high FICO scores in the 700s and even many in the 800s. And you're thinking as you're listing, well, that's just crazy. Why don't they just go to the bank? Well, because banks just don't lend money like they used to. And if you haven't, if you don't avidly borrow, you just don't realize that that's the reality of, uh, and it's been the reality for the last five years. Dodd-Frank did a number on the banks. And unless you are employed in a W-2 job and have perfect credit, and you've been at that job for a long time, and you make good money, yeah, you're the golden child. You can walk into any bank, and you'll get a free this and a free that, and your loan will close in 30 days. Yeah, that's the thing. It'll close in 30 days. But if you have a special opportunity where you you need the money in, let's say, 10 days or two weeks. Yeah, forget about uh, it. No bank bank can work that fast because they they can't even get an appraisal that quickly. The average Mm -hmm. average mortgage takes 45 days to close, and if you're self-employed and you could even get bank financing, it's going to take you 90 to 120 days to close. So you can, you're not going to be able to buy real estate with a 90 to 120 day escrow unless you're overpaying for the property uh, or you've got a special relationship for the seller. It's just not going to happen on an open market uh, transaction. So people use our capital to capture property, to buy it quickly, to mimic cash, to make cash-like offers, get the best possible price because there's no financing contingency because you've got our money already lined up, ready to go. You can close in 10, 15, 20 days, get the property at the price that a cash buyer enjoys. And now you've got the luxury of taking your time and getting the best possible refinanced rate. Uh, and uh, like I said, if you're, especially if you're self-employed or you're a real estate investor and you own a lot of real estate, you know how difficult the banks make it for you to apply for finance. They want to know everything about every LLC and every property. And, oh, you didn't pay the property taxes on that one property out there in Scabo. We need you to pay that off now before you know just stupid stuff like that and trust me i've been through it personally so i know (laughs) so so again it's just and it's not even i mean night and day doesn't even start to compare the 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 amazingly uh, amazing differences between coming to a company like Pacific Private Money and borrowing money on your real estate for either a purchase or, or, or cash out refi versus going to the bank it's just it is it is stone cold so much easier, faster, friendlier. It's not insulting or humiliating in any fashion. You don't go through any of that, that nonsense. Yeah, you pay a higher price, but 
we have repeat clients who could go to the bank and they won't. And they, and they just, I'll never go to the bank again. You guys make it too easy. There's not enough hours in the day for me to waste my time to, to, because I actually make more money with your money than the brain damage I'd have to go to to get 5% money from the local bank. That's a good point. You know, time is money and people don't want to waste their time Time putting all that money uh, documents together. All right. Uh, And so what's the minimum investment in the fund? So the minimum investment in the Pacific Private Money Fund is $50,000. You have to qualify to be able to invest. And that's the government's uh, reaching in and saying, you don't know, you know, you're not smart enough to know what to do with your money unless you're accredited, uh, which means you have to have at least a $1 million net worth. And that uh, net worth has to be exclusive of the equity in your home. If you qualify for that uh, here in the Bay Area, most of our investors are Bay Area Bay Area residents, then uh, you do qualify for investing in the Pacific Private Money Fund. And there is a one-year minimum hold once you open the account. But that minimum one-year hold does not reset when you put new money in. Uh, You can add money to your account. Many people do open an account with $50,000 and then add uh, uh, over that time. We currently have $51 million of assets under management in in the fund uh, spread across about 200 investors. Uh, And uh, some of them uh, have uh, got several several investors at over a million and several at, at the minimum. So it's just, you know, we cater to all kinds. And again, for more information, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right, guys, we're going to cut to our last commercial break. No trivia question. But when we come back, we'll have some thoughts for the day. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit BestOfInvesting.com. That's BestOfInvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Mark, you got another little note there. I'm going to finish with another article about 2019 and babies kept the Bay Area population from falling in 2019. So across the Bay Area, while the total population ticked up to a record high of 7.8 million, the growth rate dropped to a decade low of just 0.3%, and net migration turned negative for the first time in a decade as well. Mm-hmm. So we had, uh, we had uh, outflow of, uh, well, actually, here, here, here was the, here was the, we had babies born of 9,000. This is actually the city of San Francisco. I got these numbers from because in San Francisco, the population uh, mirrored uh, what happened in the Bay Area. Um, 9,000 babies were born and the residents that died were 6,000. Um, but the net migration was negative, net exodus. And so I know we've been talking a lot about, there's been a lot of press about that recently, but this is actually the first time it's actually happened in both the city of San Francisco and the Bay Area at large, where we had a uh, net outflow of, uh, of immigration and only uh, for the fact that uh, more new babies were born than people died, uh, that we had uh, a population increase in the Bay Area. Wow. So... And that was for 2019. 2019. Interesting. First time in a decade, net migration to the city was actually negative. Wow. You know, I uh, wanted. I mentioned last. 
last episode or last show that uh, we were going to be hosting more events. Oh, yeah. Uh, in 2020. So the next event is going to be in February. So okay. not until next month, but February 20th. Mark your calendars down for our next fund information session. We'll be doing that one in Sonoma County. Uh, location to be determined, but then in March, we will be marching down to <laughs> the Silicon Valley for our next fund information session. We owe the folks in uh, Santa Clara County a visit, and then uh, we'll probably add San Francisco, who knows, maybe April, but uh, definitely sometime in Q2, if not uh, Q1. So we're excited to uh, to get on the road again and, and start talking to uh, potential investors about the fund. And for, and for those of you who have not attended, uh, it's uh, quite informative. You'll also get to meet the hosts of the Best of Investing. And how do people get a hold of you if they want to uh, sign up? If they want to sign up, they can call us at 415-883-2150. That number again is 415-883-2150. Or they can go to our website, money. Uh, com. And also, you know, we they can sign up for uh, for a newsletter, too. We email our investors every month a fund member newsletter, which, uh, you know, gives the highlights for the most recent uh, month. But also we talk about different market trends and market updates. And Mark always uh, adds uh, good content to the yeah. Uh, newsletter. Yeah, and go to the resources tab on our webpage at PacificPrivateMoney.com because we are actually adding a lot more content, articles, blogs, resources. Um, we've got a new staff member, Kimberly, who's uh, helping us with our um, – with our uh, marketing and business development. And she's really big on making sure that we continue to create new content and scour the internets for information to help you make better choices, particularly when it comes to alternative investment strategies, including real estate debt uh, that we focus on here at Pacific private money. So again, more for more, for more information, go visit us at Pacific All right. And I don't know uh, too many other investments that are currently producing a yield of uh, close to seven and three quarters percent as conservative as the Pacific private money fund. Yep. All right. Here's our thoughts for the day. Oh, those millennials. We, we just got a fax at work and they didn't know we had a fax machine. The entire department just stared at it. One of them poked it with a stick. <laughs> remember that? When we first got a fax machine, I remember someone trying to sell me a fax machine. I said, wait a minute, if I have a fax machine and nobody else doesn't, that doesn't do me any good, right? right. You got to wait for everyone else to get it. I think I'll wait a while. And uh, I just burned 2,000 calories. Uh, that's the last time I leave brownies in the oven while I nap. And I'm, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right. Yeah, that's, is that my uh, New Year's resolution? Try to burn 2,000 calories a day? A day. Yes. Uh, you know what? I, no, I'm going to eat celery because it takes more calories to eat celery than... I thought that was a myth. No, I think that's true. <laughs> All right. Tune in next week to he the best... He wants to believe it. I want to believe it. That's right. I read it on the internet. It's got to be true. Uh, tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader, 
1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.